podcast feed. If you like, hold on, I need to look at my script. If you like what we talk about here on this show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Also hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever a new Into the Snowdown Galaxy pops up or whenever a Galaxy Geeks Reacts pops up, whether that be Luke's trailer reactions or my Snowdown reactions. Also, if you like what you hear on the podcast feed, give us a five-star review and comment your thoughts on the show. We love to hear what you're talking about. We're actually talking back to you when you send us messages. Yeah. And you can follow us on Twitter at, excuse me, you can follow us on Twitter at GalaxyGeeks1 and on Instagram at GalaxyGeeksEL. After that cough, I am your host, Elon McCaig, and joining me, as always, he is the Grace Hancock to my Jay Washington. He is Luke Stutter. Luke, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. As everyone can tell, I keep trying to update everything in the, on this channel. We keep doing more artwork. Wow, I've been getting a lot of encouragement from the artwork. Oh, 100%. Even John Rucka liked your stuff. What about that? That was awesome. Like, if anything, because John Rocha, I think for all of our stuff, he has sort of been the one that we make it. We make something with him in it, but he hasn't said anything yet. So for us, it's all been about, okay, someday Luke's going to make something that makes that's going to make Roka say something to us. Something one day. And then we got this thing that you released, and there you go. We got it. We got the response. Oh, it turned out great. Oh, yeah. I will say this, just a spoiler for everyone. Tomorrow, you should be seeing a new art for me on... It is Roxy Stryer's birthday. So first off, the Galaxy Geeks want to wish Roxy Stryer a very happy birthday tomorrow. Yes. I know everyone else has birthdays and everything else, but Roxy to me is a little bit special due to the fact that she's partially the reason why I joined the Schmodown. So, or join watching the, the Schmodown. Community. The, the community. The community, yes. And so in saying that, there is a special artwork that I've been working on for a few weeks now. Because she's been doing the 30, 30 days of each year of her life, and I really appreciate that. I thought that was really cool. So I wanted to commemorate that with a very special photo or artwork that I was able to create. So everyone should be able to see that tomorrow. I am very excited for everyone to see. So in saying that, mm-hmm. Eli McKeg, what mm-hmm. about that week? This week has been a great week in the Schmodown, like a lot of great matches. Not that great for me because my internet decided like, hey, we're going to not work because storms. So <laughs> that's why you didn't see me do the Jader um, zipper match. But in my opinion, Luke and Audrey, great replacements for me. If I ever decide that I want to stop doing the Smodown reactions, they're there. No, I want you to continue doing them because oh. I don't have time for it. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. I barely have time for it. But Ooh. Luke, my only thing is, when you, if you want to play along, have a whiteboard. I know. I we kind of threw it together. My yeah. wife was. I asked her, and she was like, "Sure, why not?" And she was very fun to. I loved her being on it with us. Do you want to know? I I think I've told you my score, but do you want me to tell the audience my score for that match? Sure, go ahead. For Zipper's questions, I got twenty-one points, and for Jader's questions, I got nineteen points. So I technically did better than both of the competitors. Nice. So, in saying that, let us move to our first section. And what's that first section, my good buddy? 
That first section is Rookie of the Week. Luke, show the beautiful people out there. Who is our Rookie of the Week? Rookie of the Week is Jacob Wittenbin. Wittenabin. Wittenabin. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, he was, He's with the usual suspects. He came along with his friend. <coughs> is his friend the Juice? Yes. Because now the Juice is with the Finsock Exchange. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's funny how storylines happen which it makes sense why <clears throat> okay sorry nearly had a cough i was able to hold it back just a little bit um jacob and the juice are both mu musicians you know jacob mainly specializes in vocals and guitar but he can play other instruments also i discovered this look for people out there linkedin <coughs> excuse me linkedin is a great website for if you want to try to find some of these people and to find out what they do for a living. So you get to be creepy. Hey now. It helps with the trying to do research on what they do and who they are. Because sort of what you see what they do, you see, get an idea of like, oh, this is who the person is. So, so that's how I... No, that... Oh, that sh stop it. That's how I found out he was a musician. Only through that stuff. The rest of the stuff I was a little bit in the dark about. Well, so yeah. Don't Eli. Oh, yeah. okay. We're both going to talk at the same time. How you doing, buddy? So, what do you think of uh, Jacob Wittenbin? Wittenaben. Wittenaben. I cannot yeah. say it. You, you can try, but you will fail. I think he had a very rough first match, and yeah. originally scheduled, he was going to go up against Jesse Swift this week. Due to our sort of mini contact, is he a mini contact? Is Garth? Could we consider Garth a mini contact? I just consider Garth an awesome guy. Yeah, I mean, wow. Garth is amazing. Garth is amazing. He updates the schedule for the Stars Facebook group so many times. And is it, it bad? I wish there was more Garths on each faction. That, mm, toast to you there, sir. <laughs> I mean, that's how much I enjoy Garth on on it, but. In saying that, uh, Jacob, to me, I think he's got a lot of promise. I think as time goes on, hopefully he gets better and better. Um, we'll see what happens as time goes on. I, I wish him luck when he does get to play. I wonder I, if he's going to write his own theme music. Maybe. I'll say this. Something I, I really appreciate about our channel and something I want to encourage, even with Jacob, is we are always wanting to try to encourage that is the goal of this channel. We are always here to encourage. And so, Jacob, we're rooting for you. Uh, you're going to do it. We encourage you, except <laughs> Eli with Brother Lummis. You read my mind. You read my mind. <laughs> Look. Hey, I love the interaction. Player, player of the week was an entire thing between you and me. Ooh, we're going to get into that here. Actually, let's go ahead. Yeah, because that's next. Player of the week, I chose and was able to out debate Luke in choosing Jader Paramo as our player of the week. Now, for all the people that want to know the behind the scenes of this, Luke chose Brother Lomas. And we have always made it a rule. This has been the rule that we set from the very beginning. If they win via knockout, we're not putting them as player of the week. <clears throat> if they win by TKO KO, that we're not putting that person as player of the week. Because... Every them winning by TKO or knockout is not showing how good they are. It's showing how bad the 
their opponent played and how they could improve. So that was, again, that was my first mentality. I'm like, all right, Brother Lomas is definitely not player of the week. But then Luke over there trying so hard to get Brother Lomas to be player of the week. But I'm like, hey, there have been literal times where players have made comeback victories and you wanted to put them as player of the week. This was another instance. And I won out because I had the receipts. I know. I know. I honestly, I understood why we went Jader. Jader played a great match. I was so impressed with him. But man, Brother Lomas just impressed me more. I know, I know we fought and we still went with Jader, but I still want to say, Brother Lomas, the next match he plays, if he plays like he did this last match, I will get him player of the week. If Brother Lomas, but he won't, he wins his next match, I will. I won't say I'm going to be a disciple of his because that's not going to happen. What I will do is I will meet with him face-to-face via computer screen. If he wants to do a Zoom call or a Skype call, I will gladly meet with him and say, I apologize for everything I have said if he wins his next match. I want to say it to his face. If he refuses to meet with me face-to-face, I'm never saying it. That's Brother Lomas, I know you watch our videos. Just know this. If you win your next match face-to-face, that's the only way I'm saying I apologize for everything I've said. The only way. If you don't. Anyway, Jader's our player of the week. He earned it. Well, let's go ahead, since we're already talking about Jader, let's talk about his match. What do you think of his match? Oh, man. Jader was behind at the beginning. There were a few stumbles at the beginning. Zipper nearly went perfect. I don't know if I went perfect. Again, it's hard because I didn't do a reaction, so I don't have evidence. But Zipper nearly went, and when I say nearly went perfect, I mean nearly got the bonus question because I think he did go perfect. He did have a perfect round minus the bonus. Yes, yes. Jader had a perfect round except for the bonus. No, Zipper had the perfect round. Jader did. Uh, oh, yes, Zipper did, yes. But I think Jader had a perfect second round. Yes, he did. And a perfect third round. Yes. So it was all- Jader. Jader had a massive comeback. Yeah, it was it was honestly Zipper's to lose. And because Zipper had such a great lead, he needed something to keep going. He needed, and I think he had a few of the good categories, stuff that he knew, but there's just stuff that he didn't know. And that's ultimately what cost it. Like, I know that's a very generic way to say it. Like, oh, there are things he didn't know and it cost him the match. I'm like, that's any match, but... Like, Zipper had this one. And I know people can say, well, you can't win just based off of round one. It's like, I know. But he had quite the lead. I think he had a four-point lead. Uh-huh. Well, one thing, too. I, I want to ask, did you watch the whole match? Like, t- the interview at the end? I did not watch the interview at the end. Oh, I'm so sorry. You have, honestly, you need to go and watch the interview at the end. I died. What happened? Okay, so you have Winston, who he, because Zipper had such a hard five pointer. And so 
He's basically up close to the camera going, PJ, I, I love you. I, was I wrong? Was I mean to your grandma? What do you always give me give my players the hardest questions. PJ, what I do? PJ, I love you. Why are you doing this, PJ, to me? Why, PJ, why? And he, and then, and then you have Zipper, who's like, so, Winston, are you going to put me in the singles uh, competition? And so then Winston goes, PJ, why? Why, PJ, why? Why you got to do this to me? Man, you just hurt a lot of people's ears because you accidentally peeked. Man, that's funny. That is funny. Avoiding the question. (laughs) Oh, it was was great. That is comedy right there. Oh, Winston was so smooth. I loved Winston in this match. Do you want do you want to go ahead and go to manager of the week? Because I feel yes, like we'll, like I know yes, we can we'll go, go to ahead. teams, but manager like connects more with this match. Yeah, oh yeah. Manager of the week is Winston Marshall. Yes, Winston Marshall. Like he was a great manager. There the parts that I did see in between the rounds, he was very much managing Zipper well. Again, it wasn't enough to get Zipper the victory, but that round that final exam match. Zipper or Zipper, Winston knew how to manage Paul and Lon. Like I, yes. I don't know what else to say. Well, we'll we'll dive into it after we get into team of the week. Team of the week week is final final exam. exam. Yep, lights out, lights out. That's why they're the team of the week. Like again, if they would have won via knockout or TKO. I might have been a little hesitant, but because they didn't win by that, but they still went lights out, I was like, okay, hmm, this final exam showed up. Uh-huh. I honestly, final exam to me is such a good team. All right, let me ask you this. Lon, do you like his character work right now or are you confused? I'm so confused. There are times when he is like on character and sometimes that costs in the match. Other times when he's on character and he wins the match, then there are times like I feel like in this match, he wasn't doing a character. He was just playing. He started to get away from character a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... honestly for Lon, that is a good thing. When Lon goes full on in the delinquent, that's when he loses some stuff to me. When he was yeah. the professor, that's the opposite because the professor, you have to be smart. So he was probably like, as the professor, like, I will study and all the time so I can keep the character. With Delinquent, like, uh, you know, like my character doesn't have to study, but it would help. Actually, though, I will say this. I think he played better as a delinquent than he did as the professor. But I think him playing just himself, he's playing better in general. Yeah. When, when Lon is Lon, he's... He is at his best. And, and it helps Paul. You yeah. can tell it helps Paul. Paul Paul's so so at ease. And I won't um, discount Paul for doing this because it was, looking at it, it was a smart move. But when Paul decided to go down to multiple, when Paul, when Lon knew the answer, I was like, oh, but Paul, you know Lon, you, you know that's right. But I understand your headspace. Yeah, I, I can't fully blame him too much. But in saying that, and just talking about the match in general, Rushmore, they played great. They only missed one question. 
here here is my question though. Is is Roka done after this season? No, he is not done. Are you sure? Because yes. have you did you see on the Reddit what an interview with Roka what it was, what he said? What did he say? It was one sec. Um you keep bantering, I'll actually find it. Well, like the reason why I think this is me bantering, ladies and gentlemen, to the audience. The reason why I don't think Roka is done this season is because Roka still very much cares about this game. I he has never been one person to ever be like, oh, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm done. He's never been like the idea of I quit. Roka has always been a person, just in general, as I'm gonna keep on going and I'm going to make sure I am the best at it. And I feel like the time when he does decide he's retiring is when he gets into the mindset of I've done everything I don't need to do. I don't need anything else to accomplish. I feel like Roka still has the mindset of I still have stuff to prove and I am going to fight and I'm going to keep on sticking with it so I can prove it to the audience. Whereas JTE, he he might have been the person that missed the question, but it doesn't matter. JTE is also not going to quit anytime soon because I think JTE still very much wants to go on a singles run. He hasn't really had a big singles run in a long time. I think his last singles title match was against Mark Riley back in the early, early Smowdown days. So JTE is not going anywhere. I Again, Rushmore played great. They only missed one question. It sucks that they, they lost only missing one question. Any other team, that would have been a victory. But again, final exam. When this match was very much a, the only way you're going to win this match is if you go lights out. And that's what final exam did. They went lights out. That's the only way you were going to win. And they did it. And did you find the quote? No, I wasn't able to. Basically, there was a, it was basically talking about how he, he has in real life beef bad with Action Army. That was what was in the post. There's also beef on the fact that, they were asking him if he was going to play in the he doesn't know if he's going to play in the singles or the teams r- tournaments interesting like yeah would, would you say he has real life beef with the player like Drew and Ben or just the fan base i th- i think probably both cuz remember him and Ben haven't gotten along in a bit i know but i i don't know I don't know. I think I can understand the beef because, like, throughout the entire time when people were saying Roke is the captain, they would go around and say, no, Barbarian's the captain. Barbarian's the yeah. manager. Like, well, did you catch at the beginning of this match, Roka was basically saying, this is probably going to be my last season. This I is going to be my that. swan song. Yeah, he kept saying stuff like that. Like, this will be my swan swan song. And I'm afraid Roka's done. I hope Roka's not done. I don't know. No. Again, I don't know if Roka actually listens to our show or watch our show, but if he does, I don't want you to be done yet. Not yet. Because you still have so much more to give. And I, again, Ro- well, I recently watched the documentary they did well, on Roka. I, I think this. Go ahead. Well, I th- well, what I was going to say with Roka is, Roka th- this season is having a good season. It's just coming up a little short each time. I think he needs a new manager. A hundred percent. I do too. And I and I'm not saying Finstock's doing bad this year. I think Finstock's doing great, but for some reason it's just not meshing well with Roka. 
Yeah, like last year it meshed well, but the only reason why it meshed well was because Roka had a teammate in Dan Merle and in Mark Riley and by extension, Ben Bateman, like those four right there, that that's the team. That's what you have to help you study and win. Yeah, I do think also, I think real world stuff is keeping Roka busy mm-hmm. because he's having this, he's really focused on his channel. He's stepping away from SEN a lot more. I, I just, think his focus is not there. I just, and again, this could be just because I watched the documentary recently of like about John Roca. It's like that documentary very much framed it as Roca is not done. There's no way Roca is ever going to be done. And I just don't want him to be done. I don't. Not me either. Roca, I don't want him done Roca either. has slowly turned into one of the premier players. And I mean, like we both posted that, like for both of us, Roca is our favorite heel of all the Smodown. There's a reason why. There's a reason. Because he's amazing. And I don't want Roca to ever give up. I don't want him. No, I don't him. either. And again, to him, he may be saying, like, I'm not giving up. I'm just stepping away. I've done all I can do. I it's just time for me to walk away so I can so other people can get in the spotlight. And I'm like, I understand, but I don't want you to leave yet. No, no, me well, I think one issue too is the fact that he's having to take a mentorship role right now mm-hmm. with the faction that he's a part of. I don't know if that's helping him. I think he's needing that that fire yeah. of, of equals, not I think, and not I the know, rookies. I know a lot of people may hate on me right now. I think he would have been better in the dungeon. Um, not this season. I think in another season, yes. I think another season he would. I think this season, or maybe the usual I think suspects. And here's the honest truth. I think he's probably with the faction that he's with, because you know we're, we're going to have a Finsock Exchange member listen to this yeah. conversation. You know that. And they're going to defend him fully. And I defend Roka yeah. wholeheartedly. I think Roka is an amazing competitor. I just think he's probably having to be more of a mentor this season. And he doesn't have... He's got JTE... But JT's been out for a while, so he's basically having to fill that role of almost redoing everything. Yeah, and, and the only other rookies. Yeah, and the only other mentor figure is the Barbarian, which Barbarian's only been around he's, for one season. He he's looked at as more of a rookie, sorta. Yeah. And, and so, like again, I think Roka I understand why Roka's in the Finsock Exchange. Because yes, they I did the think. entire heel turn. That's why he's there. But at the same time, when looking at everything, like, logistically, Roka would have been better with a different faction. I'm sorry to all the people that are in the Finstock Exchange that are hearing us say that, but... It, if if I were going to put Roka in any faction that would turn the fa- the Schmodown upside down and I think would actually benefit Roka, Corruption. Okay. I mean, it's... Yeah, I had to I mean, pause for a moment to think about it because, like, whenever I think of corruption, I'm like, man, all those battles that the Founding Fathers had. Yes, but think of it, though. You would have had Roka having to have that rivalry. Roka thrives on rivalry. He mm-hmm. really does. He thrived with Ben on the team last year because he had a rival. I don't see Roka and JT as rivals. I see them as a good partners. I actually think they're good partners. I think they're a good team. I just don't know if Roka's got the rivalry 
that he did last year. Yeah. Now, that's um, Rushmore and final exam. It was a great match. Again, going lights out, that's the only way that match would, like in team going lights out, only way it was going to be won. So now let's transition over to the other, the undercard of the Snowdown Throwdown, which was Deception versus Lightning Time, which again, you and I were both confident in both of these matches that the losing team were going to win. We were both confident on this. And Lightning Time picked up the victory. Oh, yeah. Ethan Irwin playing lights out. Ooh. But Marisol. That was a match. Yeah. Marisol missed a bit more than I bet she wanted to in round one. Adam Collins slipped up a little bit in round two, not trusting Marisol at the very beginning. Like, that was my main thing. I'm like, Adam, you should have trusted Marisol. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. For some reason, and this has been in the last couple of matches, I don't know if Adam is trust. I think Adam is getting in the way of the team more than Marisol is. I think Adam may be getting in his head a little bit. I think ever since, and I'm not saying that's the reason why he's going on the downward spiral. I think losing the belt has sort of got into his head a little bit and missing the like dial M for murder, like remake anatomy of a murder question in the Dan Merle in the title match. Cause if he would have gotten that right, he would have defended the belt. I think missing that question has really gone into the di- downward spiral where he's second guessing himself a whole lot more. And Actually, I, I think sort of. I think yes, but I also think it's due to the fact of he has not played a singles match since that match. Yeah, he's been in a lot of teams matches though. And but that honestly, I think that puts gets you in your head when mm. you don't have those those times to shine because you've got the fans calling you out. You've got shows like us who's saying he's washed up. He's done it. no. He needs those singles matches yeah. to and look, boost his confidence. Adam Collins, in my opinion, is not washed up. He's just had a no. string of bad luck. It just and Marisol, like she didn't have a great round one, but she was able to pull it off in round two and three. Yes. However, I will say if Marisol plans to beginning a title shot and beating Kevin Smith, she gotta play a whole lot better than what she did here. Yeah, honestly, in this match, if she plays like she played in this one. She will, it, it will be a struggle for her. If it she, really will. If she would have played this way against Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith played like how he has been, Marisol would have had a hard time winning because Kevin has been going perfect. Yeah, Ke- Kevin has shocked me. Yeah, I know. He shocked a lot of people. Not me, though. <laughs> but anyway, I think Lightning Time played great as a team. This was a team, in my opinion, this match was a team's match. This showed you, like, yes, this is the definition of the word team because both teams were working together perfectly in unison, and it just I proved mean, it I, to me. Before you told me about um, final exam mm-hmm. for team of the week, I was gonna go with lightning time. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I if final exam wouldn't have played as well as they did, I probably would have agreed with you, but. Like, final exam just did a little bit better. And, like, that dance, that's their category now. That's the category Uh for them. I know, like, even Sam was like, ah, yeah, you don't, you can trick the fans. You don't have to trick me. And I was like, I was tricked too. Yeah, we were all tricked. No, I knew they were going to do good and dance this time. It was unfortunate. Again, like, 
I wouldn't even say that's a weakness for Adam and Marisol, Star Trek. It's not a weakness of theirs. But it's, it's just a weird category. It's a the, very weird category. But it's an IG category, so I was doing pretty well in it. Well, let me ask you this. Did was that was that Ari on the wheel or was that someone's strength? That was Liz's strength. Based off of everything they were saying, that was Liz's strength. Because it seemed like, because you'll notice inner geekdom, inner geekdom slices are normally put in by the competitor. Yeah. I feel like Star Trek was a Liz Shannon Miller strength. Because the moment they, that steel was ready, Ethan was like, Liz, go ahead. And it made it like, it was like a layup. I'm like, ah, so this was Liz's strength. Let me ask you this. Do so you think Liz should play in inner geekdom? I don't know. I don't know about her. I don't know about the other ones. I mean, you can have a great one. Gotta have the other ones as well. You know how it True, is in but IG now. I don't know. If you are If you can get about 80% of most in inner geekdom and get 100% and get hundred in one, I think you can actually do really well in inner geekdom. I know, but you look at Alex whenever you play someone like Mike and you get like DC and he struggles. Like, come on. You can be great in Star Wars. You gotta be great in the others though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, so, this was this was both Smodown Throwdown was a great pay per view event. All four teams showed themselves. All of them played at a championship level play, in my opinion. Oh yes, the, I will say this. I think the teams this year might be some of the strongest teams we've seen, and I said that 100%. last year. Yeah, they, this is a hundred percent one of the best teams, and especially like when you look at Swag. I know we don't we we don't talk about midterms a lot because they only had one match, but that one match that midterms had, Sway has two great teams. Uh huh. Final exam and midterms. I love I yeah. love the the naming. There. I want to I want to know if there's going to be one for if they're going to make another team and they're going to be like oh entry exams. You know, even though Winston has had a struggle this year. Mm -hmm. He's a great manager. Yeah. He really and is. also, this win was a big win for him. The final exam win. That was big. Well, here's the thing. If you really look at it, there. even though we're about halfway through, everyone still has a chance. Yeah. Like, once we get to... I would say once we get to, like, November, that's when it come, gets a little bit to, okay, now we're sort of seeing who's winning. Yeah. Dungeon ha has got to... They've got to start winning some more. The, again, or they'll lose their first place. I, I say November will be the month we start determining who's going to win because the final event of the season, which is sort of a segue into our new section, the final event of the season, Spectacular Six, is on December 4th. That is. Well, let's. Yeah. Let's go ahead and dive into our news. I do not have a graphic for the news this week just Don't because it's, it's a new thing. We Next week. As time will go on, I'm going to have a news section set up just so everyone can see the news on the screen. Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying I'm trying to make this show yeah, we're trying, look we're trying more to do news great. looking. Yeah, we're trying to make yeah, we're trying to make 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 news. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to start off with the live event news because again, segueing into Smodown Spectacular 6 has been announced for December 4th. Let me double check something. Because there is a reason why I am double checking something. Da 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 da. da. There are still um, show and expo tickets and general admission tickets available, but you better hurry because they're selling out. Oh, quick! Yeah, 
People was, are wanting to be there. I was considering buying a VIP because, but like, okay, let me look at my schedule and everything. By the time I looked at it, they were already sold out. I was like, well, I still don't know if I want to go yet, though. So here we go. <laughs> also, August 1st will be a live event at Scum and Villainy. There will be four matches, with one of those matches being the Dan Merle versus Ethan Irwin singles championship match. So if you want to see four matches taped live at Scum and Villainy Cantina, and you want to see a singles title match, buy your tickets for that. Also, August 14th, there will be another Scum and Villainy taping four matches, with one of them being Mike Kalinowski versus Chandru Dandaparni for the IG Championship. Again, if you want to watch a taping of four and an IG title match, August 14th is the event. You need to go get your tickets now before it is too late. I think they're almost sold out. I know. I really hope there's an event that happens the um, September that I go to LA. I know you do. I However, know you do so knowing much. knowing me, there's gonna be an event, but it's gonna be in New York. <laughs> like, oh great! Yeah. The week I come to LA, no one's here. Fine. <laughs> anyway, that was live event news. In the free agency news, the stars have officially dropped. Jeff Lowe and Ken Jack, two players that are on the rookie picture, by the way, that have not been used at all, sort of like Felix Morant, who is also a part of the Stars. Again, players that are on the roster but are not being used. Those two have been dropped for Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho is back on the Stars. Was this a smart move? Yes. Because Chris Jericho, you you want Chris Jericho to play, and the only way he's going to play is if he's on the Stars. Yeah. That's how it is. That's just how it is. There have not been any more announcements as of this recording. So maybe next week we'll have more information for you when it comes to the free agency route. But that has been the news. So we're going over to one of our last sections. not the last, but it's one of the last. It's predictions. Bring up those. Let's show the score first for predictions. Are you showing it? It's it's showing. showing. 16-12 in my favor. This is the biggest lead I have ever had. Four-point lead. So far, it looks like I'm going to be getting the the Spider-Man No Way Home treatment. Even though we still have not gotten a trailer. Exactly. When are we getting a I'm trailer? Not salty. No. I'm not salty. No. I'm not salty. No, we're not salty. Anyway, take out the score graphic. Let's show the schedule. Schedule. All right. So. 7-14-21. We have Claudia Doff versus Christy V. Who you got and why? No matter what, picking Chrissy V, Online Trivia League 4, come on, Chrissy. I bet on you against Rick Raddus. Rick was a jerk to you. But I trust, I believe that Chrissy V has been studying very hard with the Stars. Claudia Dolph hasn't played since last year, so Chrissy V doesn't have as much ring rust as Claudia. But who knows? Like, a lot can change. Look, we said this about Klee a few weeks ago. She hadn't played in a while. And then she came back and she knocked um, Sabrina out. But again, I'm hoping. But then again, Sabrina hadn't played in a year as well. So Chrissy V has the least amount of ring rust. And I feel like Chrissy's going to come out with a win. I think this week I am going to go with. I think I'm going with Chrissy V as well. Yeah. The Stars need a win. They need a win. Oh, yeah. Badly. Badly. Next up. Next up, we have Brittany Young representing the Stars, one and one versus Clee Rig- Wiggins. Speaking of Clee, one and one, one knockout representing corruption. Luke, who do you have? 
I think, strangely, this match I'm going with Brittany Young. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I'm I'm hoping that she's got she's put the work in. I'm hoping that Roxy is on her game this week. It is her birthday, so we can hope. <laughs> Come on, give me a win on my birthday. Yeah, and so I. I think I'm going to go with Brittany Young. I might be wrong. I, you know, I'm going with my gut over knowledge on this one. Well, I'm going with both, and I'm picking Clee Wiggins. After that yeah. massive knockout against Sabrina, I feel like this is – she. I feel like Clee has been very much training to become a contender, and I feel like this match is very much going to – cement herself as a contender even if it's not by a knockout win if it's just by a regular win this is going to be oh you're a contender now you're two and one here we go yeah and now I... the last all right any more on that one? Oh, uh, no no more I'm, I'm struggling with that one but yeah okay so it's time for the last match this is the snowdown battlefield again all of the the schedule that we are getting from we're getting it from garth mcmurray over at the stars Facebook group, fan group. He's a great guy. He's great at keeping everything up to date. Garth, we love you. We thank you for keeping us up to date as well, because otherwise <laughs> you would have seen Jesse Swift versus Jacob Whitnaben on here. Well, let me ask you this. It, since it's a battlefield, is there going to be a second match with it, or do you think it'll just be... I don't know. I don't know, because the last time it was something like this, it was just Ben Bateman versus Ethan Irwin. And I think that was also yeah. a battlefield. Yeah, I just uh, it's, it's weird. It it to me doesn't feel if it's only one match, it doesn't feel like it needs to be a battlefield. It just needs to be a normal match. Well, again, they want to try to be able to get those pay per view buys. Yeah, no, but it's it's Mark Riley versus Liz Shannon Miller. Who do you have? I'm going Liz Shannon Miller. Liz you... is is just playing. She is yeah. so in it, and Mark has not played well. I, I, I'm I excited to see Mark play again. I've missed seeing Mark play. It's been so long. That's a, that's the bad part about this season. I'm, I think I'm starting to agree with with Christian on saying that there needs to be a change. Mm-hmm. Because players that people love, they're not getting to play. And like, we're having to... Oh, go ahead. Well, he was, been, he was saying like a lot of the people that who would be regularly playing, like, again, like regular matches would be people that he would want to create storylines with. And, like, again, like that yeah. wrestling mentality of, sure, you two shouldn't really be playing because of the ranking system, but I want you two to play because we need to progress this storyline this way. And so that's that in- element, and I understand it. And also, like, I have to agree with you. Liz has been on, like, that, again, that team's match. Sure, she missed some questions in round one. She made up for it in round two and three. Uh huh. She was Honestly, the one dominating Liz, the dance category. Well, Liz to me is such a good competitor. She is just oh, getting 100%. better and better. I have been so impressed with her. A hundred percent. Like she is very much proven herself. So let's recap. We both have Chrissy V. You have Brittany. I have Clee. That's going to be the match. And both of us have Liz Shannon Miller. That's going to be the match to determine. All right. All right, so yep. quick run through for the recap of this past week. First match that happened this week, the Outsiders versus Press Room. Press Room very much like sure, like there's a little rocky start at the beginning with um with Perry, but Perry was able to make a comeback in round two, being able to get those steals from Tom Hanks. And with 
the new releases category. By the way, new releases. I did pretty well in it, but at the same time, I'm like, I have not seen some of these movies. Honestly, Press Room played great. Oh, uh, yeah. Horowitz scares me. Horowitz is, look, if we do not get Griffin Newman versus Josh Horowitz, I'm going to be upset. That's the match. Uh, oh, that, he is, I I could see him as being a contender for a yeah. championship. Yeah, and also, like, people are trying to determine who's going to get Rookie of the Year. Like, everyone's looking at Rick Raddis, Griffin Newman, Frankie Alvarez. Um, um, Thomas Harper. Thomas Harper. Um, even even Gold Leader, even though he didn't win the tournament, Gold Leader has to be up there. Also, um, Josh Horowitz. Like, there's so many people. There's so many. I feel like That's Thomas... That's hard year. I, I think Thomas may cement himself as Rookie of the Year if he wins the title, honestly. If he wins the title. If he wins the title, he's got it. Yeah. If he doesn't win, then I could see Horowitz moving up there. Yeah. So, moving on to our next... Or the final match that we're going to be talking about. Why is this the final match? Of course it <laughs> I is. I love it so much. I love it so much. Brother Lomas so, beat so much. Beth May. Brother Lomas beat Beth May. Um, I got to... Re- Got to do this really quick because I got to yep. go watch Black Widow. Um, so, Brother Lomas, um, you won. Congratulations to you. Yay, 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 yay. Look, doesn't matter. Again, I said it once. I'll say it again. If you win the next match, I want to meet you face-to-face via Skype or Zoom, and I'll give you a, and I'll apologize. You can even record it and post it on Twitter. Make it a public <laughs> apology. If you don't agree to it, then you're not getting the apology. But, Beth, I hate <laughs> that you lost. Like, Again, right You're now. You're so look, fun. You're so fun. She's so fun. Yeah. Like, she's in the same camp as Sabrina right now for me. She's 0-2. She wants to be considered to stay in this in the Smowdown. She needs to win. She needs to win the next well, one. Otherwise, it starts getting rocky. Well, what what would be interesting is if you had both them play against each other in the next match. Yeah, that would be that would be the that would be the one. Anyway, is that all the matches? Yep, that's it. All right. So that has been everything. That has been Luke. I've been Eli. I'm in a rush because I gotta go watch Black Widow tonight. And we've been the host, you've been the audience, and I hope you all have a great rest of the day. See y'all.